We're going to talk about Minnesota here for a moment. There is a huge, huge U.S. Senate race happening right now in Minnesota between Senator Tina Smith and Minnesota State Senator Karen Housie. Now, this race is uh, set to feel, fill Senator Al Franken's shoes after he was forced to resign for those sexual assault allegations. So just a few days ago, the Star Tribune released some new polling data on this race, and here's what it shows. It says Senator Tina Smith's got a seven-point lead over Senator Housley with 15% of the voters still undecided. So this race clearly is very, very close. And also, according to this poll, the most important issue to Minnesotans right now is health care. This is according to the U.S. Senate race people, economy, as well as immigration. So earlier today, I had a chance to sit down and visit with Senator Housley about the latest on the Judge Kavanaugh hearings, health care, the trade war, and much, much more. Senator Housley, welcome to Point of View. Great to have you with us. Obviously, I've got to start with this Judge Kavanaugh confirmation process, situation. I don't even know what you label anymore, but what's your gut reaction to how this confirmation process has gone? Uh, I think they've done a really good job. I mean, they, they're everybody's being able to ask the questions that they wanted to ask. It was over two weeks of hearings. And I think now with the latest accusation, I think they're doing the right thing and having the accuser being heard. I think it's very important, sexual harassment or sexual abuse in whatever form or shape or place it takes, it happens, is wrong. Uh, and so I think, uh, I think Judge Brett Kavanaugh, uh, his resume is impeccable. So I think this accuser needs to come forward and there needs to be a hearing uh, to make sure that they can move forward with the, with the nomination and the confirmation. You know, I'm glad to have a chance to speak with you because I think it's one thing for me to share my point of view on the situation as a woman. I think there's a different perspective. So. Um, as a woman running for the U.S. Senate seat, ironically enough, to fill Al Franken's spot, who resigned because of uh, the sexual assault allegations, do you believe Dr. Ford's accusations? Um, you know what? I don't know. I don't know her. Uh, and this is there's a huge responsibility in this seat that I am running for, the hashtag MeTooAlFranken seat. And again, sexual harassment is wrong, and we need to make people aware that it is wrong, and the and those that are uh, guilty of it need to be held accountable. Um, but I think the unfortunate part about this is we have accusations against uh, Congressman Keith Ellison, and he's running statewide here for Attorney General. There have been very recent accusations against him for sexual abuse and harassment that uh, Tina Smith, my opponent on the other side, says she believes Keith Ellison. She doesn't think there needs to be any hearings in, in that situation. Yet when it's a Republican, uh, Brett Kavanaugh, who, who is accused of something like this, um, she wants a, co a complete and full hearing. So, you know, it, the, the hypocrisy there just doesn't seem right to me. Well, I think the distinction, though, is what, what Tina Smith is saying is, look, this is a lifetime appointment by a U.S. Senate um, you know, body where Keith Ellison is still running a campaign it gives the people of Minnesota a chance to vote yay or nay on him. Do you, can you see the distinction there? Um, I still think that there needs to be a hearing, and uh, if, if it's, it, we have to apply the same standard to everybody. It doesn't matter if it's uh, Al Franken, Keith Ellison, uh, Judge Kavanaugh. I think we need to, all accusers need to be heard, and they're silencing the accuser in the Keith Ellison's case and saying they believe Keith Ellison. And this woman has come forward and said, you know, Nobody's even believing me, yet they have a video. So with that being said, I'm assuming that you're a, a Donald Trump supporter. Do you agree then that the accusers for Donald Trump, that there should be a hearing for them as well? 
Um, I am a supporter of, of Donald Trump. I His policies have shown to work here in Minnesota. People are happy. We just did 12 days at the state fair. Uh, people are talking about they're much better off today than they were two years ago. They, they like his policies. They've got jobs. They're keeping more of their money in the pocket. Uh, and I think that's what we need to be focusing on. I, I am not the president. I'm not Donald Trump. I'm worrying about the job that I need to do in the, in the United States Senate, and that's the job that I'm running for. But I guess the question is, you said, hey, Chris, there shouldn't be hearings for these people. There shouldn't be a double standard. So does that also include the women that have accused President Trump? Um, and there's a process for that. And if, if that's the, the path they chose to go, choose to go down, then they can go down that. Again, uh, I'm running for the United States Senate. Let me ask you this. A lot of people on the left right now are calling for a full FBI investigation into these accusations. I'm sure you know that uh, her attorney, meaning Dr. Ford, said, hey, she's willing to go in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee, testify. Now they're moving the goalposts and saying we want a full FBI investigation before I testify. Should there be a full FBI investigation into this? Um, and again, there is a process already in place for, for what is happening. This is not the job of the FBI, and Brett Kavanaugh has had multiple FBI background checks to get information. Uh, so I think, I think that uh, the process that is in place is working. I don't think we need to call in the FBI for a, a uh, an accusation that was 36 years ago. But let's let's have her go before the Judiciary Committee, and they can decide from there. First thing is, she she needs to be heard. Yeah, I said last night. I feel like the GOP has really been fair on this. There was news that just broke uh, within the hour or so, Senator. I don't know if you've heard this, but now they're even saying, "Hey, we'll send people out to you to question you if that's going to make it easier for you to do." So I feel like they're at least extending a fair hand. I want to get your thoughts on this again. As a woman, yesterday, Senator, I believe her last name is Hirono, out of Hawaii, she was asked, "But hey, does it make a difference that there's some women on the Senate Judiciary Committee?" I want to share with you what she said and just give you a chance to respond. Of course it helps that there are women on that committee, but you know what? I expect the men in this country and the men in this committee, and many of them, believe me, because we all signed on to this letter to uh, demand an FBI investigation, but really, guess who's perpetuating all of these kinds of ac actions? It's the men in this country, and I just want to say to the men in this country, just shut up and step up. Do the right thing for a change. Okay. Do the right thing for a change. Just shut up and step up. Your reaction? Uh, I think that the whole Judiciary Committee is doing the right thing. They held off the, the vote um, so this woman could get a hearing. Uh, and again, every accuser should be heard, and they are giving her that opportunity. And again, it's not the job of the FBI to do an investigation of accusations like this. All right, let's move on to this, talk more Minnesota-centric things. Recent Star Tribune poll shows you down by only seven. I mean, definitely puts you 15% uh, undecided, puts you within shot. The most important issue to Minnesotans, according to this poll, is health care. Question for you is, do you support making sure that pre-existing conditions are covered? Um, absolutely, I support that, and, and it's extremely disappointing that this is what my opponent is using uh, to saying that I don't support it. Uh, I've supported it from the get-go. Uh, we had really good health care insurance here before Obamacare came in here and failed Minnesotans and increased their 
premiums and their deductibles were double and triple. We had a, a insurance in place here that already covered pre-existing conditions. You could keep your kids on your health care until they were 25. So we had something that was already working here and it was turned on its head when Obamacare came in here. So I'm absolutely in support of keeping pre-existing conditions and keeping your kids on the health care. It's extremely important to the people of Minnesota and I will fight for that. Uh, one of the things I'm sure you're well aware of is the fact that this trade war is impacting soybeans, corn, the cost of commodities. Back in March, President Trump tweeted out, hey, I believe that uh, trade wars are good and that they're easy to win. Do you support President Trump's use of tariffs in this trade war? Um, and this is something that I've heard from a lot of our, our farmers in our farm community. Uh, trade has been unfair for so long, not just under this administration, but the one before that and the one before that. And the farmers are really appreciative that finally, finally their issues is that is at the forefront of the discussion because they do know when this trade deal it gets done which it will get done. We do have a president who's doing exactly what he said he was going to do and he's getting it done. So when he does get this trade deal and everybody agrees, he's got Mexico on board now just getting Canada and then they can put some pressure onto China. Um, the farming community will be the greatest benefits of, of this trade deal. So I do agree with the way the president is going about this. I don't know whether it's easy or not easy. I just know that uh, they're working very, very hard on it. It's a top priority to get it done and that the farmers will benefit greatly when it does get done, and it will. What do you mean specifically they'll be the greatest benefit from this trade deal? Because I think many, especially soybean producers, say, look, life's been pretty good to us. We just ship it over to China. We get a pretty decent price for it. Things have been good. What do you mean specifically when you say our farmers will be the greatest benef benefactor of this? Well, because fair has been un uh, un trade has been unfair for so long. China has been a big bully and uh, uh, walking all over a lot of those in our agriculture community. And they felt it, but they've just been putting up with it and, and following by the guidelines. And so now they will actually have some real free trade. I just did Farm Fest uh, just last month, and it was the number one thing on, on the farmers' minds is let's get a free and fair trade deal done as soon as possible. And then and, and they will be able to uh, be open to more markets. It's the only way that they can grow their egg uh, commodities is to open up to more markets, and this will allow them to do that. Senator, more questions for you. Uh, coming in at number three most important issue for Minnesotans, according to the Star Trib poll, was immigration. I'm sure you saw the news on Monday. President Trump now reducing refugee resettlement to the lowest level ever since 1980 when this program started. You've got a large refugee uh, population in Minnesota, especially Somalis. Good thing or bad thing that President Trump is lowering this refugee resettlement number? Well, I think it's it's very important that that when these things are done, uh, that you talk to the local communities, you talk to them in St. Cloud and Owatonna, and to have an influx of refugees without uh, figuring out how the communities are going to pay for them, it really does weigh on them. Um, so I think we really have to to. Uh, look at the overall picture and talk to those communities because I know in St. Cloud uh, it's not that they don't welcome the, the refugees there but they want to make sure that they can provide for them and it's going to be a stable economy there so that needs to be looked at so we do have to we do have to slow down and really look at, at these refugees. Let me ask you here. this way GOP gubernatorial candidate Jeff Johnson says he wants to pull Minnesota entirely out of the refugee resettlement program at least until there's some more analysis done would you support that? Um, I don't know if we have to look pull out of the refugee resettlement plan, but I think we do need to take a good hard look at it and slow it down because those communities really are hurting and, and they are overwhelmed uh, and they really want to figure it out. Bottom line, of course, is can you win this race? How do you win this race? Why should people vote for you over Tina Smith? 
absolutely, I can win this race. Uh, the trajectory on our race is just on the upswing. We are going to win it. We've, we've closed the gap in the polls, uh, down 20 points in January to now we're just down six and a half. It was seven on Sunday, but now it's six and a half today, according to Real Clear Politics. Um, and, and we're going to win it by working hard. We've been getting all around the state, uh, visiting with every community from the Iron Range to the manufacturers to the farmers, and then here in the in the metro, um, just getting them to know who I am and what I stand for. Minnesotans have a real clear choice in November. Um, Tina Smith has been a, a political operative her whole career. I'm a small business owner. I'm a mother of four, two grandchildren, married my high school sweetheart. I've been married 33 years, and I've been serving the people in Minnesota in the in the, in the Minnesota Senate for the last six years and doing a really good job bipartisanly across the aisle in a swing district that I barely won by 1% the first time out and then won it by 25% in 2016, serving both independents, Democrats, and the Republicans that did vote for me. So uh, I know I will serve everybody in Minnesota, not just the Republicans. Minnesota State Senator Karn Housley, we'd love to have you here in studio before this race wraps up. Keep up the great work. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Thanks so much, Chris. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you very, very much. All right, be sure and stay